Hello and welcome to the Goddess Got Goals podcast. I am Lisa Barwise, your hostess with the most S. And did you ever just meet someone and just think, yep, we were destined to be friends? Doesn't matter that we've never met each other in person. Doesn't matter that we are hundreds, if not thousands of miles away across oceans, but that you were destined to meet and be friends and true connected soul sisters. Well, this is what I think about Brittany Carmichael. We have been friends, cyber friends, or internet friends, online friends, whatever you want to call that, um, for I think it's like four four years or so now. I was attracted to her sparkle magic, which she's going to talk about, and her amazing message that she shares online in the very unique, unicorn, wonderful. I, I can't even put into words what I'm trying to 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 describe about Brittany, but she is the most amazing sparkle magic woo-woo unicorn lady. She what what I have found when you spend time with with Brittany, whether that be through listening to her woo-woo Wednesdays on Facebook or Instagram, through connecting with her through her Shine Tribe Sisterhood. I have been part of her Elevated Life membership group. But when you spend time with her, you come away feeling brighter feeling like you can be more yourself. She gives you permission in so many ways to truly shine your light and to truly connect with maybe it's your inner unicorn, which it was for me. But for me, it was more about giving me permission to be truly the genuine, you know, person that I am um, and to to be okay with like, yes, I like unicorns and yes, I am okay with the woo-woo and want to find more out about, you know, moon cycles and, um, and being able to read Oracle and all of these wonderful things, but also that I just want to have an elevated life. I just want to be the best version of me, the most genuine version of me. Um, and that's what I think being her friend has done for me. <laughs> so to find out more about Brittany Carmichael, you're going to hear our wonderful chat, our interview. It wasn't really an interview so much as just two girls chatting. Um, but uh, she is what she calls a self-love guru, which I adore. She's all about helping you to shine from the inside. Um, She is the creator of Shine School, her foundational program, Um, the Shine Tribe Sisterhood, which I've been a member from um, for many years. Uh, And it's an online community of women all around the world where we could just connect with like-minded soul sisters. Um, And last year, she went on to create her own Oracle deck, um, which is Shine from the Inside. And with her hubby and her partner, Chris, um, who honestly, these these people are couple goals for sure, um, have gone on to create their Elevated Life membership and the Elevated Life podcast. So you can totally connect with her and find out more. But, you know, she has been described as the mother of all unicorns. um, And that is for good measure when you start to hear and also see um, this interview. So we're going to talk and we're going to unpack all about tapping into your feminine power and the power of your moon cycles, whether that be menstrual or moon or energy related, how you can use the moon um, uh, as a way to track your energy levels as a woman, but also that it's a great way that if you are working on creative projects or work or Um, wanting to advance your career or really just wanting to tap in and find out more about yourself, um, that the, the moon cycle is a great way to do that. 
So we also covered this uh, in a full-blown masterclass a couple of years ago, um, which you can access for free as part of this podcast. So if you go over to our show notes, you will be able to access the podcast and be able to access not only the masterclass, but this most amazing PDF that we created, um, which goes deep into the different moon cycles and how to track them and what's going on in your body during all of these things. So I think you will absolutely love, 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 love it. I know that I do. So if you really want to find out more about that, um, go on over to the show notes uh, where you can download it and access that. So you want to go to warriorgoddesskettlebelltraining.com forward slash podcasts forward slash 38. Right. Let's get into this interview and I will see you on the other side. And we are here and joined by the fabulous Brittany Carmichael. I call her just the unicorn, my unicorn friend. I even actually describe you to everyone as my unicorn friend. Um, you are the person who allowed me to believe in unicorns again. So welcome on to the Goddess Got Goals podcast. Oh, thank you so much for having me, Lisa. It's so funny because I even have blog posts written about me called the mother of all unicorns. I never knew that I would step into this uh, realm of magic and color and, and I like to call it sparkle magic, as you know. So it's amazing to hear that when you are your authentic self and you just do what feels good to you and have your pink hair and your weird clothes and sparkles and all the things like it, that is what inspires people. So you don't have to try, you just have to be who you really are. And that's what makes the difference. And I think really allowed me, it gave me the permission to just be me and be more, you know, what would I, a bit more woo-woo. I love, you know, I was talking to somebody the other day who described themselves as only one woo. They're not quite woo-woo yet. They're just one woo. And I'm like, yeah, I'm all the way woo. I'm woo-woo-woo. <laughs> so, you know, and I'm happy to love and embrace that. But I think our connection, the relationship we had really just allowed me to step into my weird, my woo and my unicorn sparkle. So uh, interestingly, we recently rebranded our six-week transformation challenge to be called the six-week transformation unicorn challenge. And then I told everybody just how important that unicorn is. <laughs> So, and they're called my unicorns. If I find someone who's, you know, who works through it, they are my unicorn. So I've really embraced it. So thank you for being that person to me in my life. Well, I want everybody else to get to know you the way that I know you. I mean, this, this podcast is going to be one of those ones where we might just end up chatting and forget that we have everybody else listening in, but I think that's kind of awesome too. But I want everybody to know more about you. Give us a little bit of story of your background, what you do. I mean, I've shared your, your stats and who you are and your business and all that sort of stuff, but give us a wee bit more about you. Yes, of course. So I grew up in a small country town called Farmersville, Texas. There was less than 2000 people in the town. And I know that you come from a small country. So that's probably like, holy smokes, that's a lot. But you know, being in Texas, the United States, it's like, you know, it was real country. And I was a star trying to be shoved into a square shaped box. As you can tell, my unicorn self does not fit into a religious podunk backwoods, like closed minded community. And so I always felt weird or like I didn't fit in or people couldn't get me. And I was always trying to dress different or do weird colors with my hair, or, you know, weird styles. Like I was always trying to find ways to express my authenticity. And I always felt like I didn't fit in and it made me feel like maybe that was wrong. And so I went through a very long period of depression. I, I um, was over 200 pounds as an empath trying to protect my energy in, the, in an unhealthy way um, and deal with 
picking up everyone else's energy from that small closed-minded town. I didn't realize all of that was affecting my unicornness as a younger woman. Then when I moved out, I met my partner and um, I moved to the big city. I finally, I finally felt like I had the freedom to express myself a little bit more. There was like my, my comfort zone expanded a little bit bigger because it wasn't the people that knew me from kindergarten or called me a whore my whole fucking high school. You know, like I got away from the labels that were not me that were constantly there. And for a long period of time, I allowed those labels to shape and define who I, who I was at the time, which led me to being upset. I didn't love myself. I went through all kinds of depression and struggles and self-hate. And, you know, that's why I do what I do now to empower women, because I felt that way most of my younger teenage, you know, twenties. And I always, you know, tell women, don't wait till you're 30 to love yourself. Like I did, you know, like we can start now with the tools and they don't give you those tools um, in our culture and our society and certainly not in Farmersville, Texas. No, they do not. And it it is it is difficult that even myself, it took me until nearly 40 to be able to really embrace and love myself and, and love my femininity, love my womanhood, I think. Um, so the fact that you're trying to get that message out of like, don't wait, like, don't wait. That's so, so, so important. And tell us more about what it is that you do day to day. Like, how does your life look? How are you impacting women in this way? Yeah, so I'm a hairdresser by day and a miracle working wizard by night. For the last 14 years, I've worked behind the chair at my luxury vegan salon called OMG Hairstyles, which taught me a lot about how women think and feel about themselves. Of course, just like every other woman, I'm trying to look beautiful on the outside. But what I've learned working behind the chair with thousands of women is that beauty is a choice that you make that begins within. And it's that confidence that you choose and, and commit to, to say, you know what? I love myself. I am going to express my authenticity. I am going to put out, like, I'm going to put on that weird shirt that nobody else would wear, but it feels feels good to me. And in doing that and learning that I can make women look gorgeous on the outside with the highlights and the hair, but if they hate themselves on the inside, it doesn't matter. They won't see it. No one will see it. They don't shine. Like, um, I, I, I hate the word should, but they don't shine like they should, you know, like we were born to shine. You're meant to shine. And when we have those negative stories or those labels that dim our sparkle magic, then it's really hard for not only us to see it, but it's hard, you know, the world can look in and say, I see that you're suffering and I see that there's that magic in you. And that's ultimately what led me to step away from working behind the chair. I'm still there a couple days a week, but I have a feeling this is the year that it all changes. Um, so I, I've loved working behind the chair as a hairdresser because it's taught me about women. And so what I've done is I've taken all of that wisdom, not only in my own life and personal spiritual awakening journey um, and learning to love myself and being authentic and confident and hey, running multiple successful six-figure businesses. I think that's a big part of the whole, the whole package and the whole dream that we're here to create. Um, now I wanna give that back to women and without the hair and the chemicals because it starts in the heart. And so now um, for the last, I would say for the last six or so, so years I've been online um, doing woo woo Wednesday, all the woos, all the woos, <laughs> all the woos. I have created my shine tribe sisterhood to empower women. And just, I wanted to create a community of women that were waking up to their spiritual truth and, and, and their authenticity, because I felt alone here in Frisco, Texas. I'm like, nobody gets it out here. Like no one's talking about chakras. Okay. Not at all. <laughs> so I needed to find some weirdos online. And that is what led me to create the shine tribe sisterhood 
sisterhood that then turned into creating my online signature program, Shine School, six weeks of self-love. And then from there, I really wanted to embrace my woo and create an Oracle deck. So Shine from the Inside Oracle was born. And, you know, it's just this beautiful ongoing process of showing up and serving women and reminding them that they're fucking badass and they need to stop bullshitting themselves and saying they're not. For sure. Hello, you're talking to the, preaching to the converted. Isn't that what they say? Yeah, a hundred percent. Like I, I mean, there's so much of what you say that I'm like, uh-huh, uh-huh. And I'm just nodding my head going, yes, yes. And more yes. So, I mean, the stuff, the work that you do, I mean, I'm part of your shine tribe. I have gone to many of your goddess gatherings. Um, I have yet to purchase the Oracle. I keep saying I'm going to get one. I get, I haven't actually been connecting with my spiritual side recently. And now that you've actually and we're having this conversation again, it's a spark of me going, oh, I really would love to connect with that. But um, your goddess gatherings and the retreats and stuff and the work that you do there is just amazing, getting women together to connect and, and to bring that out. But what you've also said about the work on the outside, I can so relate to obviously, you know, being in fitness and being in body shape change and all of those sorts of things. Like, yes, I want to help them with that because I think that's important. There's nothing wrong with the aesthetic of wanting to look and feel a certain way, but I also love diving deeper. And that's why I love this podcast and even more having you on my podcast. So this is all cool, right? This is all cool. So I Oh, really quick. You know, yeah. it just made me think what you said about, um, you know, helping women transform their bodies. It's the exact same and why you chose to go deeper. It's the exact same essence. You can change your shape. I went from over 200 pounds to 130 pounds. I was a size 17 to a size four. And I still, I hated myself more at a size four than I did at 17. WTF, what is that kind of psychology? That's not cool. And so the same happened for me as it sounds like it did for you is we can change the outside all we want, but it's the inside that is it determines our worth, our value, and ultimately how we feel. And if you're not doing the internal work, then the external work is for not. Or if you're not even just noticing the internal work, I think even the first step is just being aware enough to know, okay, you know, you might come in and the, the intention at the beginning was, I want to get to a certain size or wear a dress or get ready for this or a holiday or whatever. And then as you're going through the process, because I am who I am, I'm pointing it all out and going, have you noticed this? And have you noticed that? That that begins the process. So for me, that's one of the things that I love to do is when I start to see that little spark, when I start to see the, the you know, the, pro, the inner transformation as well as the external transformation. So I always say that, you know, as a wellness alchemist, because that's what I I call myself it's all about you know being strong inside and it's also not just mind not just body but mind and character too so that's really cool so I want to I wanted to tap in to your um love of all things goddess but also in terms of your journey through understanding the power of your feminine energy and, you know, tracking the moon cycles. And I know that you do your goddess gather gatherings as part of your full moon release and all of these sorts of things. So can we dive into the, the, the moon stuff? Let's, let's talk about it. Cause I know ladies love to hear about this and I think it can relate so much and follow on from what we've been talking about in terms of our hormones and our menstrual cycle. So let's dive on in. Yeah, let's do it. So um, when I first started dating my husband, Chris, 14 years ago, he told me in the beginning of our relationship, he's like, babe, you're only good one week out of the month. And he meant like, <laughs> he Dude, meant like, just emotional. telling it straight. Yeah, I know oh, what you mean. I mean. That's why we're still together. I know. So I love him. Couple goals, couple goals. Why? <laughs> <laughs> because we tell each other the truth. And um, yeah, he said, babe, you're only good one week out of the month. And I was like, I don't know what to tell you. I'm fucking crazy. Like it's my mom's fault. PMDD, all the things. Ah! 
that, you know, like I was a wound up ball of craziness and I didn't understand the cycle and the flow of our hormones, of the moon, like all the things. And so I remember Chris telling me that many, many, many years ago. And I just kind of was like, well, that's sad. Like, I don't want to be just good one week out of the month. That's not very good odds. Like I speak in color and sparkles, but those, those odds are not good, you know? And so I, I honestly felt like, shit, I, he deserves more than that, you know, and I deserve more than that. And so I don't know at what point I learned that the moon from full moon to full moon was a 28 day cycle and our menstrual cycle was 28 days. And that, it just hit me. I was like, are you serious? It governs the oceans. We're made of water, 28 day cycle. There's cycles, there's phases. Each of these phases represents something. And that was when it started to click for me, like, oh my gosh, there's a rhythm here. And if you think about music, the, we love, like humans vibe to the rhythm. And if the, if it's off key or off rhythm, you feel it and you know, and it's like disharmony in the whole system and so that's when I realized like I feel disharmonious because I'm out of flow and rhythm with the natural cycles of life so when I originally found the 28 day cycle of full moon to full moons you know kind of parallels with the period situation it, it blew my mind perfect I mean that's it for me it was it was a similar kind of thing of I think it stems from what's wrong with me? Like, I felt like, why am I just feeling this crappy here? Like I, my period's not even now. Like, why am I feeling so much self-doubt or why am I just not feeling myself or out at sea? I used to use, describe it like just literally out of sorts or I would just have complete self-doubt spirals or whatever. And I remember thinking, this isn't right for me. Like I, I you know, similar to you, I, I want to feel good as, like I literally wake up with the intention of how can I have a, my best day today how can I feel my best how can I do my best so I always have that intention and I'm not saying that you know our hormones limit that or stop that I always say that they're either our superpower or our kryptonite we just need to understand them so we can tap into them but I, that's what happened for me too it's like you know why aren't I feeling optimal all the time why aren't I feeling happy sparkly and whatever and yeah, sometimes, you know, life isn't about being happy all of the time, but you can feel joy in all of the little, you know, the moments. So I think we have the same similar thing of like, I feel crap, let's feel better. <laughs> Who doesn't want to feel better, right? I think, you know, you nailed it earlier. Awareness is the first step to any kind of change. And once I became aware that I was a crazy bitch, like no, right. like, like not, and not holding back, like that was the real true, true. Um, I, I had to make a change. And so only in time with that awareness, have I been able to reflect back and go, okay, my PMS week, which they call like the fall, you know, if you compare it, we, and we talk about this in our guidebook, the, the seasons of the cycle, but I started to recognize patterns of each week within the month. And of course the week leading up to the menstruation, I go into super hardcore, clean and organized mode. And it only happens one week out of the month. And so <laughs> right. when I organizing the pantry and getting baskets to put the spices in and Chris and cleaning out drawers that haven't been touched in forever. Chris like, okay, she's coming. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and the truth is I don't track my cycle. My husband tracks my cycle because, and he always says, babe, you're on day 21. And I'll just grab my boobs and be like, yep, they're growing. So I <laughs> notice that my boobs get really, really big and swollen during that um, PMS week. And so it, my body was giving me signs. The actions that I start taking gives me signs to let me know where I'm at in that phase. And I also get really frustrated in repeating myself. So if someone says, what did you say? I'm like, oh my God, you heard me. I know you heard me. And so if I find myself being short and snippy, I'm like, breathe, girl, breathe. And 
having the awareness has helped me so much to control what I used to call bitch me. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Inner mean girl. Yeah, 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 exactly. It helps me so much more to control it, to accept it and to embrace it and say, okay, I feel agitated right now. And I give myself permission to step away. I say no to things. I take more baths. I don't commit to podcasts during that week. Cause I, me might neither. I don't yeah. want to say, and it, you know, and it just comes out. And so, um, I, I think only with awareness and hindsight, can you look back and recognize like, okay, out of the month, like, and start journaling it out. Like, okay, I I'm on my period week. I feel this way. And then the week after, how do you feel? I start to get more energy back. And then, you know, when that summertime, when you're ovulating, I'm like, hello, I have so much energy and I'm in creation mode. I want to make new products and go out and help the world and do a thousand live videos. Cause I have so much energy, but I guarantee on my PMS week, you won't see me post on Instagram once unless I'm in a mood and I'm like you guys need to hear about this <laughs> <laughs> yeah for sure oh wow well no actually my uh cycle was two two days early which was never happens and I had a dentist appointment booked and I was like I'm not gonna go and get tortured by a dentist while I'm on my like who does that that's pain and pain who would who would and it's okay to re, you know it's okay to reschedule even if it was like two hours before something so knowing that about yourself and giving yourself permission you said those words I was like yes because giving yourself permission to step away I am a bit grouchy today explain to people around you by the way I'm a little bit grouchy today I'm just a wee bit short I'm just gonna step away you know or for me I think the biggest one is I hear a lot with women is knowing that it's okay to not be like super fly on those days like you know if you're doing a workout and you're just like not getting it done or you had set yourself certain things on your to-do list and we'll talk about you know working in your flow with regards to creativity and wow yeah but if you're like pushing yourself to do something it's not that you're crap it's not that you're not fit it's not that you're not strong enough you know your mind over matter all of that sort of stuff it's just that your body and your biology is saying you know what I don't want to do this right now. So will you listen to me, please? And I think that women are just not so good at being in tune to that and also giving ourselves permission to go, okay, time to step back. Yeah, 100%. And actually, when Chris and I were getting certified as yoga teachers, we had learned that in Ashtanga yoga, they take off on the full moon, the new moon, and the first three days of a woman's menstrual cycle. And so we honored that. And we took that very seriously. And we implemented that into our, our lifestyle and our routine. Obviously, it's it's around me. And so Chris knows that when I'm on those first three days, I'm he actually, I just came off my cycle. And I was sitting on the couch um, a, couple, a couple days ago. And Chris goes, I asked him, hey, can you get me one of these? Oh, while you're up, will you get this? And I kept asking, I was being super needy. And he goes, are you even going to get up or move an inch tonight? I was like, absolutely not. And he's not mad about that. He knows like he doesn't understand like from a physical standpoint of what we're going through, but he understands of like that. She doesn't, that's not her normal. And if right. she, if she's not showing up and shining as at her full potential, um, then there's, there's obviously something going on that he wants to respect as well. So he steps up and he does the, well, he always does the dishes, but you know, <laughs> he'll make the dinner and he, like, he'll do more things. I'll ask for more help. And I think that's really where women need to step up is start asking for more help. As, even if you don't have a partner, even if you just, if you've got a son like Josh, Hey Josh, like want to learn how to make dinner tonight? You want to do the yeah. laundry? Like make mm. your mom a cup of tea. Cause she exactly. deserves it today. Please. Exactly. I yeah. think we just have to be vocal and vulnerable about saying like, 
I'm, I'm shit right now. I am worthless. I can do nothing. I need help. Right. And I think being willing to ask for help is really going to help cr- to create that balance when your energy is tanking and super low, because we just like the tides and the cycles of everything, there's highs and lows, and you just have to understand where you're at in that cycle and be okay with being low. And you know, who everyone enjoys having energy, right? Vitality. Right. But I think it's more about accepting when it's not fully there. I think that um, with women, and maybe you'll find this too, is that when we're not a hundred percent or when we're not like full guns blazing energy, X, Y, and Z, we see that as weakness. It's like not, not only allowing ourselves to rest because that was weakness, because for some reason we've equaled that, like resting equals weakness. We're not able to push through X, Y, and Z. And I think that for me, what I see is that that comes from more of a masculine energy, patriarchal setting up of our, you know, more, circadian rhythms rather than our and freedom rhythms which is the female cycle it's not understanding that we function differently and that's okay it's not that rest equals weakness it just is you know rest and during this time I love being in this time because for me I get other stuff done I get rest done but I tend to as you say the couple of days beforehand cleaning like a demon (laughs) and then for those couple of days I really enjoy the bath salt like I'm in an enjoyment mode like when I bought new bedding and that bedding feels like the most like you're just enjoying that or I buy myself special tea We, we both are a lover of tea and I buy like a womankind tea or a love tea and I take great care in my little rituals of things and really during that time I'm just more present and more um, just, I don't know. I feel like a big love bug and, but not in a, I don't want anybody near me, <laughs> like don't touch me, but I want to love the things. I want to love the moment. I want to love my cup of tea. I want to, you know what I mean? So I feel like I kind of enjoy the moment more. So in some ways I get, I get more out of things because I'm slowing down because I'm introspective, etc. So I think that, as you say, the awareness of that is it's not that it's less, it's not that it's whatever. It's just different. It's just a different way of being. Right. And I think, you know, as you mentioned, the cycle, like feeling like weakness when we feel low like that, it really, even if you take it one step deeper than that, it it really falls down on our worth. We feel like if we're not producing or showing up or taking care or people pleasing or whatever the fuck, like then we're not worthy because we're not doing something, but you don't have to do anything to be worthy. The fact that you're alive and breathing on this planet is your, um, your seal of approval. You are meant to be here and you are worthy as is you know, and I mean, literally, I was just, we were talking about um, this podcast that would have gone out just before a couple of podcasts before this um, was about self sabotage and all about and it's the self worth one. That's the big one for why we tend to self sabotage or why we go into that period of self doubt. But I think what's interesting is there is an element of hormones, right? So when you understand and bringing awareness on why I teach, you know, when to train during certain times and the biology of it, and also knowing that if you're pushing during this time and you're not feeling fit and you're feeling more depleted, that's because of the biology, not necessarily your, your actual fitness levels, which can help you to stop being so mean to yourself, but even more so when you take it the next step, which is like, there are certain times during your menstrual cycle where you are just going to be a big puddle of self-doubt because hormonally and chemically, you know, I mean, how many times I'm sure you've done this, that there's certain days where you try on five different outfits. Cause you're like, Oh, I can't, I just can't wear that. Oh, that's terrible. Oh, the whatever. And then you just don't want to talk to anybody you don't like you know and then you're like why am I like this whereas you know a week ago I could have 
held you know conferences for 10,000 people I wanted to talk to so many people like why is that so different and it's just knowing that awareness of this is not a good week to talk to people or try to fit into tight pants it's just the way it is you're making me laugh so much because on my last moon cycle I took a picture in my closet after I had a fit of five or six different pairs of jeans laying in the floor all turned inside out and just like I'm so frustrated. I'm not fucking wearing jeans. Like they don't fit. They're uncomfortable. And I just had like a whole moment. And I stood in there in that moment and I laughed at myself because of, I have a great sense of awareness. So I can recognize immediately when I'm off my balance of center. Right. And so I recognized that I was throwing a temper tantrum and I fucking laughed at myself and I took a picture of the jeans and posted. It was like, anyone feel this way sometimes? Like it doesn't matter who you are, how much money you have, how much self-love and confidence you have, like shit happens. And hormones specifically are, you know, they're harder to quote control, but you can still have control of your reaction and response to it. So you can't, you maybe can't control that it's happening and that it's coming up or that you're going through that certain phase, but you can control how you respond and react. And, um, the truth is, as you're talking about hormones, not only does our body like throw out all different hormones throughout each phase of the cycle, but also your level of stress and overthinking contributes to the hormone changes and shifts. So like there is a, to some degree, there is a level of control for our hormones and how we can kind of reclaim, um, not overproducing cortisol or adrenaline or whatever, when you're stressed and worried. Yep. You can't, yeah. I always say, I actually said this on my, um, our weekly Q and a for our unicorn challengers was, uh, she who has the less stress wins. Like if you can look at whatever, you know, there's strategies to manage your stress and other different things to do, but also just being aware that causing stress doesn't matter how well you're exercising, how well you're eating, you know, if you're not resting well, if you're not sleeping well, if you're not managing those stress levels, none of that matters. It, you know, it's like this on the bigger scale of everything. So yeah, stress is being a major impact in that for sure. So I'd love to talk a little bit more about when you started to really embrace the moon cycle element of it, like what have you noticed when, you know, the difference between a full moon and a new moon for you, or do you go so far as to track the, you know, the, the creativity elements or the, you know, internalizing and, and, you know, kind of other ways you use it as part of your business, for example, as well. I'd love to hear all about that. Tell us more. I mean, the moon is like, (laughs) the moon is like, my God, (laughs) I mean, like if we're going to compare it to something, I mean, that's the thing that we can actually see. And, you know, I, I appreciate that. So I use it kind of as a barometer of all things in my business. I use the moon not only to launch certain products or not launch products to go on trips. I also have gotten to the part where I refined when we go on trips and making sure it's not on my moon cycle because the first, I don't know, 10 years of our relationship, every trip was on my period. I'm like, come on, like, Chris would always be like, really, babe, what the fuck? I'm like, I don't, I'm sorry. He's like, you can, you can map it out. Like you can check this out. You know, I'm like, okay, okay. That happened on our honeymoon. And that was when I was like, okay, Okay. all right, we got to change some things. So I, when things are in retrograde, I'm really mindful about not trying to push forward and and get it out, you know, like do, do, do. Um, But yeah, I mean, I could refine it from like the whole year standpoint of how I map out like my business and like, when do I do my retreats? I always do my retreats on either a new or full moon. I usually do them on the new moons because that's when I like to set intentions and, and really create manifestation rituals. I host monthly goddess gatherings every full moon because I have found that offering both goddess gatherings on the new and full moon, 
I, the type of work that I'm here to do is I can handle people's heavy emotions and, and help them release through the traumas, the fears, the stress, the doubt. Um, and I feel like that's more important work to do than just setting intentions, because if you're bogged down with bullshit and blocks and fear and doubt and stress and all the stuff, you don't have the creativity and the energy and vitality to be able to bring in and call in new manifestations. So for me, I've really been drawn to the full moons and doing the release rituals and helping guiding women through burning all, I call it burning the bullshit, writing down all the things that don't serve you and, and actually setting that intentional time to say, I'm done with this cycle and recognizing that the full moon, new moon is a reminder of like, Hey, you don't have to carry your burdens your whole life, honey, or until you burn out or stroke out like my mom did in 2012. You actually have a chance every day, but also every month to look up at the moon and say, oh, she's full. It's time to release because all of that light shining from a full moon. This is what I think is really cool about the moon is, you know, the moon is a, uh, is a mirror and it's reflecting that sunlight back to us. And so when it's a new moon, there's no light being reflected to us. So it allows us to go inward and, and really like sit in those dark spaces of, of ourselves. And then on the contrary, the full moon is a a huge reflection of light. So you have all this energy coming at you. That's why everyone in the hospital on full moons is like, it's a full moon, it's crazy. Because there's so much extra energy being um, reflected off of the moon from the sun to us. And, and we're energy beings. And so, you know, we we just have to be hit to that. Einstein told us a long time ago. So I don't know why. Yep, I'm with you. You know? <laughs> yeah, but you said that the thing that you said to me was the reminder, that word that really resonated because I find that, you know, if you're not somebody who tracks or if you're not somebody who's, you know, I do love it uh, like a diary and I, you know, I use a full focus planner and I love that sort of structure. That's who I am. Um, that helps me in my my crazy brain to be able to focus. But if you're not somebody who enjoys that level of structure, the moon itself is just a reminder. It's almost like a glowing, glorious manifestation of the fact that we're moving through something. Now, obviously the seasons are, are in there too, but for women specifically, that is a chance for us to take, take stock, whether that is, where am I at? I set some intentions, how did they go? But also that it's just a reminder as you say, a mirror of well, what's going on for us right now. And that's what I, that's how I use the, the, the moon for me. It's like, you know, uh, intention, you know, release intention, release, but also just a review, like, where am I at? Like, this is what I was looking for. How have I manifested? How have I created what, what's been going on for me over those times? So it's, it's like a little bit of a marker or a milestone, um, in more of a womanly way, like using our, our female energies and our female power in order to, to kind of track those. So um, could you tell us a little bit more about like full moon and new moon stuff? I love to hear more about how you use that. Yeah, of course. So like I mentioned before, new moons are a great time for setting intentions. Um, and usually you're looking at a six month cycle because you want to allow that moon to um, move through to its next uh, basically to come back around to its next phase. So when you set, an, like, let's say, for example, a new moon in Pisces this month, um, six months, you'll have a full moon in Pisces. Um, so that's kind of when you will start to see the effects. So many people think, oh, I'm going to set this intention on a new moon and it'll be here tomorrow. Uh, another issue that I see women try to do is, as you use the word focus, People, when I say set your new moon intentions, I don't say set your new moon intentions, all, all 5,000 of them. One, it's one intention because we can only focus on really truly one thing, okay. ever, especially if you've got kids and jobs and this and that, and there's other distractions in your life. 
And so it's really uh, important that you think about getting clear on one specific thing that you want to bring to fruition. Um, so for the new moons, I really just, again, it's a reminder to sit down and kind of check back in with my goals to reflect back six months ago, one year ago and say, Hey, are those dreams that I had for myself or those goals that I had for myself? One, are they still in alignment with where I want to be going? And if not, let's throw them out. And so many people continue to go after goals or stay in relationships because they made that commitment eight years ago and they don't want to follow through. You know, they, they have to follow through. Like, mm, that's not how it works. Like if it's not in alignment because you've grown and learned new things, give yourself permission to let it go. And then that's why I like to use the full moon to kind of review and say, hey, are those goals that I set for myself still in alignment with what I want to do? And as the full moon is meant to help us shed and release, you know, I know we've done um, classes on, on moons and cycles and periods and stuff. And we talked about you know, a lot of the times women are synced to the full moon. And so not only is your body releasing, but also, you know, like energetically, mentally beliefs, all the old fears, the doubts, the worries, like it's not just about releasing like an egg. It's about releasing all the things that, that contribute to being, you know, who you are and what you're experiencing, the good, the bad, the ugly, and all the in-between. And so those I really enjoy, and, and it's a, it's a every month thing. I mean, every two weeks I'm like, Oh, it's time for a moon. Oh, it's time for a moon. I'm like, dang, this happens often. You know, if you <laughs> watch me, you're like, Oh shit, we're already here again. Like, but if you don't, if you have no, uh, awareness of the moon and you're just living life, like willy nilly, like you're going to go a month or six months, one year, two years without actually letting go of that trauma from that breakup that you had. Right. And, and that's where the problem becomes, because the longer you hold on to the stuff that's out of alignment, the more deep seated and rooted it makes into your psyche to where you feel like it is your truth. And the truth is you can change it at any time. Right. And I think that people don't necessarily, especially now, I mean, it feels harder to mark the passing of time because the world's weird and whatever, and we're not in our usual routine and we don't know what's going on. And, you know, thinking that we've almost been in this loop of whatever the heck it is for almost a year is just crazy to me. But, you know, I am somebody who uses the moon as, as a reminder. And as you said, also for those ladies that aren't currently experiencing a menstrual cycle, this can be a perfect way for you to not only notice the ebb and flow of the energy, obviously full moon, you talked about it, full ovulation, excitement, you know, um, full energy, just full, <laughs> full moon, full everything, but a perfect time to start that release. And then new moon is normally introspection, you know, set intentions, rest, recover, you know, all of those sorts of things, which again, generally falls when you are in your, in your flow and your menstrual um, part of that cycle. So, but not always we can flip and flop. And, you know, if you're in a perimenopausal stage, this can be flip flopped all over the place. Um, I find that interestingly very weird fact for you um obviously i have some close female friends and we are pretty much in sync um but when i do even my virtual challenges i am beginning to sync with people virtually which i did not think could happen i thought you needed to be in close proximity but i think that's just energetically i'm connected with them which is so interesting because there's a lot of ladies in my challenge like half of them now we're all synced i'm like how did that happen <laughs> you know, weird, right? But cool. Super cool. You know, that just proves that again, one, we're energy and we energy. are all Yeah. So, so cool. But yeah, I think that it's a cool way for if you're not, you know, experiencing that menstrual cycle that you can tap into the power of the moon. It's still our feminine power. It still gives us, you know, an indication of 
it's, I always like to say that, you know, when I teach nutrition, I teach it about eating the right thing at the right time for the right purpose. I find that when you're looking at, you know, moon cycles or menstrual cycles or understanding your hormones, it's really just helping you to be in groove with, well, what would flow with my body right now? Like, what would be the activity? What's the, you know, what's the activity that I can follow through on? So it's not like it's the right activity. It's just the activity that your body works with it stays in I suppose it's in the flow I think that's the kind of word I'm going to use because I find that if we push against it like I would say that I'm about 80 percent between 70 and 80 percent in sync with my hormone cycle and my moon cycle for my business you know activities for as you say the podcasts for um, you know, choosing dentist appointments or not, or any of these sorts of things, because as you said, at the very beginning, I don't want to go and talk to gazillion amounts of people when I'm, you know, in my flow, cause I'm like, no, I'm done. I'm tired. Leave, you know, that's not my, when I'm at my, my best. So I understand that and I pull back. So it's, you know, it, knowing this about you just means that you are more efficient with your energy. I think that's probably the biggest advantage. Would you say? hundred percent. I think efficient with your energy. I mean, that, if you could just sum that up for how we need to live life, I mean, with all things, I'm thinking about like the energy that runs our planet, you know, as well. Like, could we be more efficient with that? You know, it, it, it's so true because we waste so much energy and worry, so much energy projecting out into the future of what we don't want. And, and people pleasing how much energy is wasted there. Like, don't even get me started. Oh, it takes so much energy to be angry. It takes so much energy to be resentful. Um, and we could be using that wisely and, and, and using it as fuel for change. And, um, you know, just to really, you know, I'm thinking about when you're not in alignment with who you are, that takes energy to put on 18 fucking layers of masks and shit like that. But yeah. it is so easy and so effort, as we mentioned at the beginning of this call, it is so effortless to just be who you are, that that is where the energy begins to flow through you and you start to shine and people start to recognize you and, and gravitate to you, to you. And you're like, oh my God, like, what are you doing? Like, you're just so beautiful. And it doesn't matter what you look like. If you're a standard of beauty compared to the magazine, like fuck all of that. When you are joyful and happy and in alignment with who you are and comfortable in your own skin, that is what gives people that permission to feel like, oh my God, it's possible. Cause I I remember when I was over 200 pounds, I was 19 years old and I was working at Forever 21 at the, at the mall. And there was a woman there that had worked there and she said she lost over a hundred pounds. And I was like, what did you do? How did you do it? Oh my God. Like, I need to know your secret. She's like, I walk 10 miles a day. I'm like, oh my God, I don't really want to do that. But like, it gave me that realization that it was possible. Right. Well, for yeah. her, it's possible for me. And although I'm not interested in walking 10 miles a day, I did start to make changes from that moment. And it, she didn't try. She didn't, she wasn't doing anything special. She didn't have a, a sign that was like, look at me, I'm doing this thing. Like she just exuded this like radiance that was undescribable or, or, you know, it's like, it's not undetectable because you can see it, but it's not spoken. It's not written. She's not like, Hey, I lost hundred pounds. I'm just like, what is something's happening? Like you're glowing. Like, what is, what did you do? And that was ultimately funny enough who knew that I'd be the creator of shine school, you know, like a right. decade. All later. I know. <laughs> Cause you saw her shine and you're like, whatever that sparkle is, I need that sparkle, but it's interesting. Like I think that you've hit the nail on the head for me. And I think for all of us here, the energy that we use to not, you know, not be true to ourselves, not accept the rhythms and natural biology of being a woman of not of trying to people please and not ask for help. And all of these things is costing us 
you know, the most important resource that I think that we have, which is energy, you know, I, I don't want to teach time management tools to people, I like to teach energy management, like how do you, how do you, you know, again, have more energy, especially as we get older, like, you know, uh, I'm in my mid 40s. Now a lot of my ladies are in their 40s. That's, that's a time where energy becomes like, wow, such a, you know, a finite resource to be able to still achieve the things that you want to achieve in life. Um, and I think that, we just need to get rid of all the bullshit. We just need to like step into our power of being genuine and honest and, you know, stop people pleasing and ask for help and be vulnerable and rest and whatever tools you can use tracking your menstrual cycle, tapping into the power of the moon, you know, connecting with other weirdos and woo woos or whatever it is. It, I think it all just comes down to that. So I want to, I want to, we're going to round this. I don't want this to end. I could talk to you for hours, but I do want people to connect with you. So where can they find you online? Tell us, tell us where they can all come and find you. Of course, I'm always hanging out on Instagram at the world by Brit with one T, or if you're looking for another sisterhood where Lisa and I are hanging out and originally met my shine tribe sisterhood on Facebook is an amazing community of women all over the world who are looking to discover their sparkle magic and also want to support other women on that journey so that you don't feel alone. You can also check out my blog for all the self-love resources, the, the Oracle deck, shine school, all the things at brittanycarmichael.com. And you're big in Pinterest too. I was checking out your Pinterest. I was kind of snooping, snooping on her Pinterest. And it's so beautiful. Uh, what attracted me, I think, to Brit was her sparkle unicorn magic, like her, her branding, her message, how she puts herself out there in the world is just, you know, it is absolutely, it is, you know what it's like? Oh my God, how about this for bringing it all together? You're like the moon and like a moth coming to you that's what it feels like you are literally like gravitating towards something because that's what the sparkle and that glow comes from so it's so but so lovely to connect with you and to chat with you and I just hope that our listeners got to really hear the message that I think all of this is which is really about stepping into your own feminine power whatever way that is you know whether you think about it from the moon cycles or from being genuine or any any of the things that connected with them so if you did enjoy this podcast today because how the hell could you not share it with the soul sister let them know come on write a review you know i always say five stars for good karma because we just want to spread the love in the world um because the more people that get to hear this the more that we can help and and that's what both brit and i are about right so thanks so much for coming on thanks for connecting i look forward to uh more times and more chats with you and uh thanks so much for coming on board and we'll see you all ladies again same time same place next week Bye. Hello and welcome to the Goddess Got Goals podcast. I am Lisa Barwise, your hostess with the mostess. And did you ever just meet someone and just think, yep, we were destined to be friends? Doesn't matter that we've never met each other in person. Doesn't matter that we are hundreds if not thousands of miles away across oceans but that you were destined to meet and be friends and true connected soul sisters well this is what i think about Brittany carmichael we have been friends cyber friends or internet friends online friends whatever you want to call that um for I think it's like four four years or so now. I was attracted to her sparkle magic, which she's going to talk about, and her amazing message that she shares online in the very unique unicorn 
wonderful I, I can't even put into words what I'm trying to, to to describe about Brittany, but she is the most amazing sparkle magic woo-woo unicorn lady. She what what I have found when you spend time with, with Brittany, whether that be through listening to her woo-woo Wednesdays on Facebook or Instagram, through connecting with her through her Shine Tribe Sisterhood. I have been part of her Elevated Life membership group. But when you spend time with her, you come away feeling brighter, feeling like you can be more yourself. She gives you permission in so many ways to truly shine your light and to truly connect with maybe it's your inner unicorn, which it was for me. But for me, it was more about giving me permission to be truly the genuine, you know, person that I am um, and to to be okay with like, yes, I like unicorns and yes, I am okay with the woo-woo and want to find more out about, you know, moon cycles and, um, and being able to read Oracle and all of these wonderful things, but also that I just want to have an elevated life. I just want to be the best version of me, the most genuine version of me. Um, and that's what I think being her friend has done for me. <laughs> so to find out more about Brittany Carmichael, you're going to hear our wonderful chat, our interview. It wasn't really an interview so much as just two girls chatting. Um, but uh, she is what she calls a self-love guru, which I adore. She's all about helping you to shine from the inside. Um, She is the creator of Shine School, her foundational program, Um, the Shine Tribe Sisterhood, which I've been a member from um, for many years. Uh, And it's an online community of women all around the world where we could just connect with like-minded soul sisters. Um, And last year, she went on to create her own Oracle deck, um, which is Shine from the Inside. And with her hubby and her partner, Chris, um, who honestly, these these people are couple goals for sure, um, have gone on to create their Elevated Life membership and the Elevated Life podcast. So you can totally connect with her and find out more. But, you know, she has been described as the mother of all unicorns. um, And that is for good measure when you start to hear and also see um, this interview. So we're going to talk and we're going to unpack all about tapping into your feminine power and the power of your moon cycles, whether that be menstrual or moon or energy related, how you can use the moon um, uh, as a way to track your energy levels as a woman, but also that it's a great way that if you are working on creative projects or work or Um, wanting to advance your career or really just wanting to tap in and find out more about yourself, um, that the, the moon cycle is a great way to do that. So we also covered this uh, in a full-blown masterclass a couple of years ago, um, which you can access for free as part of this podcast. So if you go over to our show notes, you will be able to access the podcast and be able to access not only the masterclass, but this most amazing PDF that we created, um, which goes deep into the different moon cycles and how to track them and what's going on in your body during all of these things. So I think you will absolutely love, 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 love it. I know that I do. So if you really want to find out more about that, um, go on over to the show notes uh, where you can download it and access that. So you want to go to warriorgoddesskettlebelltraining.com forward slash podcasts forward slash 38. Right. Let's get into this interview and I will see you 
on the other side.